Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and uh, Jonathan in the studio today. Um, we're here. We're running. We're fine. We're good. Uh, Glenn is out a uh, little, little, got a touch of the sickness, so he's not here. He's down with the sickness. He's not here today. Bill is out playing up in Pennsylvania. That's the way he says it, not me. I call it Pennsylvania. And uh, Carlos is out messing around, and we're estimating that he's probably somewhere trying to sneak in the back door at the uh, NRA convention, which is going like gangbusters these days. And it's nice to see all the people that are up there uh, Facebooky living it, and uh, you know, like Paul Markle and everybody else who's out there doing their thing. It's uh, it's a good time had by all. I can't stand going to those things because all I want to do is spend lots and lots of money. <laughs> Seriously. It's like you want to walk up to a booth and go, <clears throat> do you guys offer a full line of credit for any of this kind of stuff? What's the financing? Uh, <laughs> they all What's the, my terms? What's my terms on this? Uh, going ahead and getting uh, two or three of these like 50 cows. What, what, are we, what are you thinking here? What kind of deal can we make here? Exactly. Uh, but it's going to be a good time had by all. If and, I buy in bulk, do you all free ship? Uh, yeah, oh, I love that one. If I buy five of those, do I get a better discount? What's the deal? And then, uh, if you want to buy five of them, buy five of them. <laughs> oh, me. What? It's yeah. true. If you're going to buy five, buy five. Don't threaten me with that. If I thought you weren't going to buy five. If exactly. you don't buy five, don't buy five. But I'm guaranteeing that you're going to want to buy five. What if I buy four and I put the fifth one on back order? Oh, Yeah. Just our, our, just in case, so that way we make sure we sell the four. Show, uh, I love that one when you do the whole, uh, well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and just put like, you know, 40% down, and then we'll do it that way. There you go. Do all that stuff. Hey, uh, by the way, I wanted to give a big shout out and a big thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Mark out at uh, Southeastern Discount Tackle, they're on board again this year for the uh, Panfish Challenge, like we ever doubted they wouldn't be. Not exactly. You know, but, uh, you know, until we... Make that confirmation until phone calls are made and blah, 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 you know, but they're going to be there. So uh, kids are all going to get uh, free fishing rods and reels and all that kind of good stuff when they come out there. I think it's first 100. Is that what it is? First 100 registered I think so. kids or something. So uh, try to do that. That's where our panfish challenge coming up on June 16th. And it's just a friendly reminder that uh, it's going to well, be Well, and those guys, soon. they don't get, uh, let's just say I listened to some other outdoor shows that were on this morning, some of our friends Mm -hmm. and they were uh putting them over because those guys are really uh as mark likes to say and we like to say putting hand back on community especially when it comes to the kids and the stuff that they do the clinics that they do the just i mean taking kids outside period and getting them you know getting them involved in the outdoors it'll be a lot of fun and on the other thing, uh, the other tournament, I did want to remind everybody up. Uh, the thank goodness the FWC has gotten on full board with this one. You know, uh, I was hoping they would do the same thing with the Goliath Grouper, but apparently not. But the 2018 Lionfish Festival is going to be happening again this year, and we want you all to, uh, if you're a diver or you've actually figured out a way to catch them on hook and line, spread the word, please. And uh, mark your calendars for the 2018th Lionfish Removal and Awareness Festival. It's Saturday and Sunday, May 19th and 20th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, you can come out and celebrate the Lionfish Removal and Awareness Day with, uh, of course, the guys and gals from the FWC. Yep. Uh, this year's fourth annual event will be at a new location, the Flora Bama Yacht Club. 
in the Old River Grill in Perdidio Key on the Florida-Alabama coastal border. Why you want to go all the way up there? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, well, hey, we're working with Alabama. But, you know, this is going to bring it in. I love this. The venue has changed, but the fun remains the same. Activities include filet demonstrations, free lionfish tasting prepared by celebrity chefs. I wouldn't be looking for Gordon Ramsay, but, you know, somebody. Uh, Family-friendly games and activities and more. 40 art and diving and conservation booths. And the big kicker, benefit concert. Guess who's coming this year? At 5 p.m. on Sunday, May 20th. Who's the big headliner this year? Give me a shout-out. Ready to go. Hmm. Who do you think it'd be? Kenny Chesney, uh, Jimmy Buffett, Alan Jackson. It would be hilarious. Some kind of fishing guys, you know. It would be hilarious. Like Shelton, somebody, you know, somebody likes to get out and go do it. Craig Morgan. Vanilla Ice. I'm sorry. Little Texas. (laughs) There you go. Little Texas is coming out to play. Uh, Double your chances at prizes and glory. By signing up for the tournament with the 2018 Lionfish Challenge, Lionfish Removal. I, look, I understand that uh, it's a good thing. The FWC is involved. They're out there trying to promote it. They're out there trying to get you know more people out there to do what they need to do, and that is destroy them all. Yes. And uh, the thing is, is doing these kinds of things and lionfish removal and all that other kind of happy schmack like that. It's all well and good, but the simple fact remains, you don't have to get into all the rigmarole to go out there and go do it. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's, uh, how, what did Pigman say in one of his episodes about the, uh, helicopter hog hunting? This is not a hunting show. This is an eradication no, it's show. It's an eradication show. It's exactly and what it is. And with lionfish, unfortunately, that's it. You know, you know, it's it's sad that he had to actually do that because you know, believe it or not, you know, Brian Quaka, you know, he got so much grief for that. It's like, yeah, that's really sporting, man. You know, you're flying around 100 miles an hour with a you know 50 round magazine. You can know, we boom, do boom, it? boom, 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 killing dogs. And so he literally had and to say, can, "Can we do it? Yes, yeah, we can. I would love to do. It. <laughs> oh, but and I'll just, be there in a heartbeat, buddy. <laughs> I, you know, it's sad to say that you're right. It's it's not about hog." Uh, putting bacon in the freezer at that point. It's literally about knocking down as many possible well, numbers as you possibly can. Truthfully, it is. Because, I mean, all the hogs that they kill, they end up donating them and sure. they use them. I yeah. mean, it's not like they leave them out there, you know, for the buzzards to eat. Trust me. Uh, you know, they're going to go out there and they pull. It's what you don't see on, you know, on TV is the, the sloppy work where the guys are coming up there in the old Jeep scramblers. Oh yeah, they had the, the Rangers and all that stuff out there, yeah. just loading them up, throwing with pigs. them out there, putting them on the on the on the trailer and taking them back, and then having to skin for the next five or six hours. Yeah, uh, but the same thing goes with the lionfish. Uh, believe it or not, if uh, you want to get out there and do your part and help the reeves and do all that kind of good stuff, man, this it's not about control. It's not about trying to. Uh, uh, keep the numbers in check it's about trying to eradicate them i mean it's the same way if you think about roaches in your house do you go well those two are really cute and they're small and you know give them some time and they'll grow in and they'll be nice and you know no 
You know, you see roaches in the house, you kill them all. You see little sugar ants in the house, you kill them all. Well, it's it's an invading species in your home that you don't want. Like like the girl I was telling you, say the young the lady I was talking to last night at our little function that we went to. We got on the sub. Ava, of course, was showing her pictures of her pigs and her alligators and all this other stuff that she's gotten to do and gotten to take. And we got a conversation going about hunting in general. And I'm, and I asked her, I said, so what's, you know, what's some of the things? And of course it was all, well, you shoot Bambi, you know, the typical Bambi response. And I'm Bambi's like, a cartoon character. And I looked at her and said, I said, no, I don't shoot Bambi. I shoot Bambi's parents. And I said, you know, I mean, and that's, I don't go out. I said, I'm not, I'm not a baby killer. <laughs> why don't you be I, really sadistic and go, I kill Bambi's Grammy. I'd go, well, that's why I looked at her and said, I said, I go out. I mean, and Grampy. we don't go out and shoot the babies. I said, if all, if you want to get right down to brass tacks of it, I said, I protect the babies probably worse than mama does. Yeah. But better, not worse. It, well, but you, I'm, you know, I'm more, I guess, aggressive about it. Mm. Um, but like we were talking about Africa and things like that and about lion hunting and elephant hunting and things of those nature. And I was like, look, I said, here's the thing. I said, you know, we're, we're put here to manage. I mean, that's our, that's got one of our charges from God is to manage the population mm-hmm. of animals. That was one of our charges yeah, to be stewards of the outdoors. I think and it was actually told to Adam right there towards the beginning. Yes. I mean, it's not like it was in the back Rise, of the book. Kill, it was, it eat. Was, it wasn't in the middle somewhere, you yeah. know, between the 40 years in the desert or anything. It was kind of like right at the beginning. Let, let, let's so, let, let's yeah. make this clear, son. You yeah. have a resta- you have a sustainable resource as long as yeah. you take care of it. You, you won't you be hungry. So let's get that right out of the way, like at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not later on, right there in the beginning. All right, well, we got to take a break. Uh, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Knocks back! We are brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors. Uh, go see them today. Lots of great stuff in there. They just got a big old boatload of brand new Barracuda cast nets. So if you're looking for one, uh, swing in there and pick up a they got net one or today. Two. They got they got one or two of them in there, and they got some of the new uh, Liberty kayaks, Liberty Outdoor kayaks that are really nice. If you're looking for one, uh, we also got to say thank you to Brandon Ford, our good buddies over there. You know, Brooksy and the gang and the bunch over there. They're out there probably fishing today, but they'll give you your best deal that you ever need on a brand new F-150 or Mustang or something like that. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back, you guys. (laughs) That's the way I talk to all my friends. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to do that. Hey, uh, by the way, you know, before the break, I was reminding everybody that uh, G5 Feeding Outdoors, uh, they had a, got a big old, got a nice uh, a new uh, contingency of Barracuda cast nets. I got to say congratulations to uh, Burton and Zeke and Tara and all the great folks over there at Barracuda. They've moved into the new warehouse. Uh, they're uh, going like gangbusters over there, man. If you... Uh, Never heard of them? Go check it out, Barracuda Tackle. Go look it up online. Some of those uh, cast nets up there, they're really awesome stuff. And uh, believe it or not, we have the one and only ever made Crimson Tide 8-foot mullet net that we're going to be giving away somehow up at the uh, Panfish Challenge coming up on June 16th. And uh, uh, rumors is that they're going to be donating a uh, 
a smaller like kids net too, so that the kids can Sweet. get out there and throw something out there. Uh, we we, uh, we haven't decided on what color we're going to get, although my children have different suggestions, and uh, some of them are pretty awesome. To be honest with you, no, there you go. But, uh, but if you haven't checked it out, go look it up online, BarracudaTackle dot com, and uh, check out some of their great stuff. And if you've been looking for one, uh, I know they got some tens and twelves and some of the bigger bait type stuff, the three eighths and. All that stuff over there, G five, ready to go, right there in the front. As soon as you walk I, in, I know uh, something that's going to be at Arrowhead here very soon. <clears throat> Barracuda, be... Barracuda cast nets. No, uh, did, I, 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 before I get off, before you go off on your little sales pitch, did you ever <laughs> did you ever see our buddy uh, Jovan when he went up there and was using the Barracuda cast net to catch hogs with? Oh yeah. The Power Pro, and it, oh, was, yeah. it was a cast that made a Power Pro. Yeah, y'all actually, showed me, y'all showed me the video, and I was like, he uh, caught two big old giant big hogs with those things. Oh yeah, with a cast net. That uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the funny thing was watching him run around Tiger Island trying to get close enough to throw it on. <laughs> to throw one. it on him, man. but once he got it on there, pulled those leaves, those bales, and dude, just locked him right up, man. It reminded me of. Uh, Oh, what's his name? What was the guy's name on Mutual of Omaha that always had to do all the dirt work? Randy Stauffer. Jim? Jim? Oh. Uh, it was a Jim. Uh, Jim's going to be out, you know, uh, netting a rhinoceros out on yes, this. Yes, 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 yes. I know Jim? exactly who you're... Uh, was it Jim? I think it was Jim, wasn't it? I think so. I don't remember. I don't, was it Marty Stauffer? Marty Stauffer was the host. The one with the white mustache? The, the dude? The Mutual uh, of Omaha? Mutual Omaha, yeah. It was Marty Stauffer. Yeah. But the dude that always had to do all the grunt work, and they was always, for some reason, they'd net everything. Net impalas, net rhinos, yeah. <laughs> net, you know, silverback yeah. gorillas. I don't, you know, yeah, whatever. with these humongous nets that you're like, Or what the loop the? thing, you know, yeah. the little grabber deal. Oh, John Wayne. There you go. Oh, that's right. He had that movie. What was it called? Uh, oh, my gosh. And Jakara? I think so, yes. Jimmy. Hey. And I just watched it the other day. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. What was it on? Turner? Uh, old. Oh, no. We watched it. Uh, man, they've got a lot of John. I'll be all kidding aside, there's a lot of John Wayne movies that are on Netflix and stuff. So I was shocked. I'm, I'm logged out of the computer, so I can't look it up. So I don't know. So if you know, give us a call. 888-404-1010. 888-404-10. What's yes. a John Wayne movie with he was out on the safari? Where they were in the Jeeps. They were in the old CJs yep. or what real willies and I'll put put a twenty five dollar arrowhead gift certificate on it if you can call us and tell us. Well, you better know the answer, dude. Because they can call <laughs> in and go, It's Benny Johnson's African Adventures and it would be, you know. So yeah, you better be able to find yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, give me about two seconds and I could fix that problem. So if you really you just threw that out there, yes. if, you, if you really know the answer to the yeah. the John Wayne Safari catch Capture the animal movie. Yeah, you'll give him a twenty five dollar gift certificate. Sure will. Well, that's nice. Of you. I know a guy. I can make those decisions. Can you? Yes, I can. Lori doesn't have any word in that. Mm. Lori's no, not no. awake. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of of your shop, uh, Arrowhead Archery, you were alluding to. Guess what's going to be coming in there soon? And and I don't know. I'm I'm on we, pins and we, needles. We've I'm talked right, about them a couple of times on the show. So the one and done feeders will be there for no people to see. Seriously? Seriously? You're bringing them in? Seriously. Dude, those things are awesome. Seriously. If you have not looked at them, you really need to look at them. Uh, you know, they, with the way that they uh, 
spread feed and what do you call it grain or whatever you want to call it yeah we do well we're doing how many uh, different ones are you bringing in are you bringing the right now on the tree and all that stuff right now they have just the we have just the 55 gallon but they're coming out with a 30 gallon version of it so so you could wheel that in just about on anything you'd almost carry that in of course you'd have to carry it it's a 55 gallon drum have to get your kids to drag the bag of feed to put in there. And it well, the the cool part about it is you can actually run these uh you can run the feeder off of a twelve to twenty four volt battery. So needless to say you, you can will, put a solar dealio up on that or that's no? also in the works too. They're trying the the one thing that I like about the uh excuse me, the one thing that I like about the whole the feeder as a whole um is the fact that they are doing their best to develop they have a strap that they're developing and they have a panel that they're developing so that they're also bear proof the strap i mean uh the feeder itself i know some people who have uh who i know a gentleman who already has the feeder uh and has told me you know we've got like i said i told you guys he's got pictures of a bear swiping biting kicking just dropping elbows on it doing everything he can (laughs) to try to get into the feeder and he's got it ratchet strapped to the tree with two ratchet straps you would buy at discount auto parts you know and the bear just is losing i mean the sad part is is a guy lost a trail camera over the situation because the bear got so mad (laughs) You jerk hunter and slapped the guy's trail camera off the tree. Took it out on the camera. Exactly. Exactly. Couldn't, and, couldn't destroy the uh, the uh, one and done feeder, so he takes it out on the uh, you know on the Browning cam. Exactly. And, 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 and he you know he swipes that off the tree, but um, but then talking to Jeff and the guys, they're coming up with a strap that is basically like a Kevlar. I mean, he basically told me with the strap you could stop a chainsaw. The, wow. the strap that they're building to go on these feeders and there are also they're building i mean they're doing just like everybody else they're going to have their own batteries they're mm-hmm. going to have their own straps they're going to have their own like i said the the solar panels um that part of it from what i understand is still in development because obviously they're not going to put something out there that's not protected right so okay all right that sounds good but. Looks like you got some people who are <laughs> calling in on your little question. <laughs> pick you, pick one. <laughs> who, do you want, who do you want to go to first? Uh, do we go to Bill first, Doc? <laughs> you got to turn your phone. On. <laughs> hey, Bill, how you doing? Welcome. Thanks for calling. Good morning. The big, thanks Mr. for calling. Bill. The big and wild outdoors. How you doing, Jonathan? All right, sir. Wait a minute. Now uh, the the movie y'all were talking about with John Wayne is Hatari. No, that's the one with Jane Fonda. We don't want that one. <laughs> no, that didn't have Jane Fonda in it. No, it Red, uh, there was an actor, a supporting actor, Red Buttons, was also in that movie. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. There we go. <laughs> Red Buttons. Well, who was the hot chick that was in there, the blonde? What was her name? Eliza oh, Martelli. That's, now. I remember. What's her name? Eliza Martelli. Yeah. Elza Martelli or yeah, Elza Hayset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, she had the safari pants on. That's what I remember when I was young. <laughs> All when right. Was young, Good job, Bill. When I was a young man. Well, All right. 
Alrighty. Congratulations. Uh, do we have your info, or do we need oh, to yeah. put you on hold and all that stuff? Or do you? Well, you can put me on hold, and I'll give it again. Oh, you know, oh, okay. I, yeah, he's he's only he's like our resident contest winner. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're yeah. in the you're in the system. I Buy a lottery you. ticket yeah. <laughs> and share share the wealth, please. Um, all right. Well, I'm trying. I'll put you on hold. Okay, so hang on for me, Billy. Sure. Thank you. All Thanks, right, man. All right. Uh, I guess we ought to go to Eddie and give him the. Giving the bad news. Hi, Eddie. How you doing this morning? I'm good, Braden. How about you? We're doing all right. It says here you're on Highway 27. Is that true? Sure enough. Or I figured, the Lake Placid. I figured you were on hold for so long. You I might know where he's in, at. He might be up in Tallahassee by now. But um, just you, coming back from Miami. Uh, did you know I the answer? Every Saturday morning. Did you know the answer to the question? Atari. Well, yeah, I know it's too late now, but uh, you know, Bill already beat us to it. But I couldn't. I thought it was. Oh, that's messed up. I <laughs> didn't know that. I couldn't hear on hold. Uh, well, you know what? I know it's messed up, but I just wanted to at least say hi and let you know that because uh, you know the first one to I, I will say the first thing that popped into my mind was Jumanji. Where and Where are you was, at on twenty seven, Eddie? <laughs> Jumanji. Yeah, I'm uh, in between seventy and Lake Placid. Oh yeah. We uh we've got property down there in Lake Wales and all that, so, so you'll be going right by. It in. I appreciate that. Yeah, just rubbing it in. We, so don't stop. Just keep driving. We don't want you on the property. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, I got a I got a knife and I got a cooler in the back of the trailer. So hey, go get you know what? Property out exactly. <laughs> if you could take a couple of hogs off of there real quick while, while you're driving by, that's okay. We don't mind. <laughs> go right ahead, and do what you got to do. I wish I could carry my firearms with me. I could handle that. There you go. Well, that's uh, it's called Jonathan. A... Yes, sir. I got a bone to pick with you, son. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I'm going to go ahead and turn my mic off and let you go from here. We really? only got and, 30 and seconds. You want me to put you on hold so you can do it after the break? I, I... Yes, because it may take a little while. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be good. All right. <laughs> hang on for us. Don't, don't you hang up on him. Hang on, Eddie. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Turn up your phones. This could be good if you're listening on your phone. Oh, gosh. Turn it on in your car if you want to. Here we go. It's the Bigger Wild Outdoors. Brayden and Jonathan in here all by our lonelies. Knox finally made it in. It's all good. We all love each other. It's all good. We made it. We're okay. We want to say thanks again to our good folks out of G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford for being great and wonderful sponsors, helping us out this year with the Panfish Challenge, and, of course, helping our show. It's all good. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. If you I, only knew the inside joke behind him playing that song right now. Uh, family tradition? Yes. Well, today is Cinco de Drinco. He so, is part uh, of the, Knock is part of the family. So. And he is. So uh, before the break, uh, our good buddy. Uh, All right, Eddie, Eddie, lay it on me. Eddie said he had a bone to pick with Jonathan and was willing to actually stay on through the break while he was uh, heading down the highway. So, uh all right, man. Here's your shot. Give it to him. Both barrels. I want to see some splatter. Okay, Jonathan. I've been listening to you rant rave for a month or so now about Rick Scott. Yes, sir. And the bill that he signed. Yes, sir. And that you will never vote for him again. Yes, sir. We have two options to be represented this this year, this in November, 
to vote for one or the other. Yes. And you're go the conversation you're starting I've already had with my father several times. So, are you asking if he's changed his mind or if he's uh, going to stick to his guns? Eduardo. Eddie, we lose you? KS. Eddie. Ed, oh, you got to call back. back. You got to call back, Eddie. All right, well. No, I knew where he was going with that. I understand. You know, I know that there's uh, some animosity. I know there's a lot of people on social media that are kind of still got their... Feathers all ruffled over the whole beach thing, too, and all that kind of stuff. That, you know, we're, uh, you know, private beach. And believe it or not, people are actually posting on social media uh, down around Pasadena and stuff where people are actually starting to put signs out on the beach. It says yep. private beach, no trespassing, which, by the way, it doesn't even go into effect until July 1st. So exactly. No matter what sign is put up there, uh, you can go just right around it. Just know the law. You just go right around it. And don't forget, uh, I love the one that people pointed out and said, you know, at the bottom of that sign, and actually past that sign is seaweed. So that's the high, that's the high water mark. <laughs> so that sign's actually in violation if it's already, it's yeah. two feet over. Oh, so. he's back. All right. Well, anyway, let's get back to Andy because uh, he's calling in to finish what he started. Go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, we lost, brother. We I won't cut you. you off. Okay. I think it was on my cell service, especially where I'm at, but. We have a choice of Rick Scott or Bill Nelson. Bill Nelson wants to outlaw 200 different types of guns. Yeah. Rick Scott has been an awesome governor, in my opinion, except for the situation that he was in with the school shooting. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the bill. He didn't choose it. But we got to deal with either him or Bill Nelson or Rick Scott. Oh, yeah. It's a no-brain situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't want another. I don't want Bill Nelson in there again. Okay, and we gotta think long term. We need to get some of these judges through the Senate that President Trump has been trying to push through. Oh, well, there's um, a lot of the stuff we need to get through the Senate and the House and everything else he's trying to push exactly. through. Exactly. Well, the Senate's holding everything up. Yeah, they work like a bunch of grandmas. Well, yeah. I mean they. They wait like two days a week, it seems like. Yeah, yeah when they, they're not on vacation, then they give themselves a raise and then go on vacation. Uh, but, you know, I will say, and I brought this up on the show probably, uh, oh, I don't know, a couple months ago, that, uh, you know, Democrats, when they smell uh, blood in the water, they become sharks and they get emboldened and they get empowered. And uh, what happened this past week over in Hillsborough County is a pretty good indication that they don't care what the ramifications are. They decided to uh, arbitrarily... Even, uh, you know, um, Merriman or whatever her name is, you know, who used to be friends with the guns and used to show up out at the right. Friends of the Rain Away banquets, and, and she voted for the five-day waiting period in Hillsborough County. And I, I said, how long do you think it's going to be before Pinellas County jumps on that same boat? Because with Rick Christmas, Crisis well, Man but there, And the thing about it is, is if you get right down to the brass tax of it, them passing that five-day waiting period, oh, that's well, all well and good, but there's also... And you could probably tell me more yay or nay on this. There's also a lot of stuff that I've heard that that's they're overreaching their. Well, it's against the law in the yeah. state of Florida. So there's going to be, you know, Pam Bondi's probably going to, you know, file a lawsuit and this, that, and the other thing and all that stuff. But in the meantime, right. the law, state, it's been passed. The state makes those laws. Yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, it's been passed in Hillsborough County. So, uh, you know, folks that go out to their local gun shop, uh, you know, thinking they were going to go get it in a couple of days or three days and, 
Uh, they're going to have to wait five days. So this is why we emphasize on this show that every person who is a gun owner or a potential gun owner should go and get their concealed weapons license, their CWL. Yes. So there is no waiting. So there is no complaining. There is no nothing. If you're going to be a future firearms purchaser, then and go take the classes. Go get, it. go get it. Go get the classes. Go get it done and get your. It, it doesn't cost you a fortune, and it's good. And that no, way, it and that way, not only does it it does two things. Not only does it allow you to go and purchase your firearm legally uh, and take it home that day, but it also sends a message to Tallahassee on just how many concealed weapons exactly. license holders there are in the state, and that's a political thing. If you have. If we had right. if we had fifty million concealed weapons license holders in the state of Florida, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. There wouldn't that, be a I yeah. tell everybody I know that that are gun rights people, get your concealed carry. Permit exactly. Because like you said, there's just like the NRA, five million NRA members. I wanted to be fifty, sixty million. I wanted to be fifty, sixty million of Second Amendment Foundation. Yeah. We, it's greater numbers. We we get looked at a lot more. Yeah, exactly. well, that's true. The votes votes are a lot louder. Well, and you, you know, and we've said it here on the show. There are plenty of organizations. You don't have to go join the NRA if you don't like them. Then right. fine. I mean, go join Gun Owners of America. Go join Gun Owners of America. Right. Jews for the preservation of firearms. You know, the people who say yep. never again. Uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of organizations. National Association out there. for Gun Rights. Exactly. I mean, there's, there, there's a there's a bunch of them out there, and they're all the same and, thing. Or hey, here's a thought. Go join all of them. Exactly. <laughs> And you know what? I thought one of the funniest thing I thought was if uh, when the NRA actually reduced their prices, not only buy one for yourself, but buy one for that liberal who's in your office with you, so that he's getting a copy of American Hunter or uh, Gun Digest or whatever it is that you pick out for him every day. The free magazine that you get. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you never know. They'll get mad at first, and then after a while, they may pick it up and read it and start looking at some of the articles and go, "Well, wait a minute. These aren't evil." You know, a uh, biker exactly. guy looking, you know, tattooed neck looking, ball headed, skull nose ring, you know, whatever. You know, yep. where, where they have us all as toothless, you know, hillbillies from the uh, from Bugs Bunny. You ain't gonna get my guns out there with a jug of triple X moonshine over one corner. Oh, and, that's what they. That's what they all want to point us out to be. You know, portray us. Sure, be. exactly. And that I mean, yeah. do you not? We're do, very educated and very knowledgeable. On the subject, on the Constitution, on the Bill of Rights, because we are very um, proud of it. We are very well, and you know. Well, we're still a generation. We're still a generation that lives here who actually took history in classes, and schools actually oh, yeah, taught yeah. history. Yeah. American history. Yeah, let's get this right. Or even st- history in schools. But it's world history. It's the global history. Well, even the world history that they teach isn't true anymore. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, in state history, we used to have that, you know, here about the state of Florida. When people talk to me and they're like, how come you know so much about the Seminoles and Seminole War? I go, because they taught it in school back then. They taught it in school back then, but not anymore. But I will will say this, that, uh, Eddie, I I agree with you. I know that Jonathan, uh, you know, is is pretty myth and he can hold a grudge. But you know what? (laughs) <laughs> Look at it this way. Uh, one day he's going to hear his point of view on it. Well, it's going to ding, ding, ding sooner or later because there are. You're right. Oh There's no, only two choices. Met, I mean, and I say it just like this: is at the end of the day, 
it's a situation to where it's not only for me, it's not only just the gun rights. I'm a business owner. I have, I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors that weigh into it. And, uh, do I respect Senator Nelson and, and have I had contact with the man? Yes. Do I think he's a toolbox when it comes to the stuff he votes on and the way he goes? Yes, I definitely do. And I would, I mean, I would love to see anybody else but Bill Nelson in that seat. So, so what you're saying is there's a possibility you're going to be voting for Rick Skeletor Scott. Sometimes you got to make a business decision. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, and it's a business decision. I understand if you Rick put it under Skeletor that vernacular. Scott. And I'll probably, and I know Bill George is listening, and I'm probably going to get raked over the coals for making that statement. You but know what? Bill's gracious enough to listen. Great. They are politicians. Yeah. yeah. They are not perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that. You know? Trust me. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. That's why they're called politicians. They are far from perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody says, oh, I hate picking, you know, the, the better of the two evils. That's why they're called politicians, son. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're not going to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, none, none, none of them are. And uh, nowadays no. with, with uh, social media, hey, it, we learn the that one that day. I hope gets elected governor after Rick Scott, I think is about as probably about as one of the closest what you're going to find to somebody that's got the record to back up what he does. Well, and, now are you saying that you're going to be a Putnam man? Is that what you're going through? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's been uh, that that one. I don't hide very much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I know that there's some people who could. Uh, they don't like him either uh, exactly. for certain reasons. But uh, as a guy who's always been on our side from day one, and that's not just uh, gun owners, but also uh, agriculture and everything else, uh, I, I got to go. I got to second that motion. Yep, Eddie, we got to go, I brother. Be safe. Yes, sir. Have a good day. Be you careful, too, and thanks for stirring the pot. It's always fun when Eddie calls. Yes, it's always a good thing. And drive careful, be safe, and get home safely. Uh, you know what? Uh, a lot of that's going to be changing. And like I said, you can see it on the news. You can see it anywhere you look these days. Uh, they're in bowling, and they think that they're going to be trying to take all the stuff. And you know what? For everything that's that's happened, um, I think we're all going to hopefully make the right choice. I know we will in this room. So anyway, do your homework, as Glenn likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> do your homework. And make the right decision for you and your family. All right, we're the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We'll be right back, you guys. You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. All right. Glenn's going to skim me alive if I don't get this out here on the air. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, Glenn is out today with a little sickness. Bill's out today with turkey sickness up in Pennsylvania, and Carlos is out running around doing whatever. So it's me and Jonathan. Me and Carlos. So uh, um, Glenn wanted me to remind everybody, and this is the truth, and I know that he it's competition, but we like everybody to be happy. Uh, right now, don't forget, is the time to uh, apply for your alligator and fall hunt permits. You want to yes, get out is. there and get her done. Um, I know it's – we're already thinking summer mode. The kids are going to be out of school here pretty soon, but believe it or not, you know, it's it's right around it's right around the corner. Yes, sir. It really is. Um, 
So, uh, let's go through this. As we all know, statewide recreational alligator harvesting runs from August 15th through November 1st. Uh, the special night hunts provide uh, hunting adventures and all that stuff, and estimated around uh, population now, the FWC is saying around 1.3 million alligators in the uh, state of Florida. So, application period for phase one random drawings begin on May 18th. Yeah, that's right. In just uh, like a week or so. So uh, it's going to be happening at 10 a.m. and runs through May 28th. More than 6,000 alligator permits will be available. And you hunters out there, you may submit your applications for a permit that allows you to harvest two alligators on a designated harvest unit or county, which is always a good thing to have. Yes. Applicants must be at least 18 years of age by the uh, 15th and have a valid credit or debit card to apply. So uh, what you need to do is you need to go to uh, gooutdoorsflorida.com. That's probably one of the easiest ways to do all that kind of stuff. And uh, then what you do is uh, go and you apply. Make sure you put in the right lakes, what you want to go, what you think you want to do, all that kind of good stuff. The alligator trapping harvest permit for two hide validation Tags cost this year $272 for Florida residents and $22 for those Florida resident persons with disabilities, hunting and fishing license. Uh, For a non-res, you are $1,022. And the cost for applications who already have an alligator trapping license is $62. 62. So it's kind of gone up a little bit. It's a great number. 62 is a great number. And uh, phase two and three applications, any permits remaining after the first phase will be offered during the phase two random drawing, which is June 1st through the 11th. And those who were awarded a permit in phase one may not apply during phase two. And they will email you. So pay attention to your emails because I actually did hear a story of someone who was given a permit and they did not check their emails you need to yeah you got to make sure you watch that stuff remaining permits will be available in uh, phase three to anyone who did not draw a permit in either of the first two phases and they may be applied for on june 15th through the 25th so if you got picked in one you can't get picked in two if you didn't get picked one and or in pick two you can apply in three I know it sounds kind of difficult, but it's really not that hard. And any permits that remain after phase three will be a fourth phase uh, issuance uh, period beginning at 10 a.m. on June 28th until all permits are sold. Anyone may apply during uh, that phase, even if they were awarded a permit in one or the other phases. Customers who get to purchase additional permits will be charged $62 regardless of residency or disability. So, giddy up. As some people do, you wait till it's all done, see what's left over, and then go buy them. I'm going for it this year. Are you really? I'm feeling cocky after the first year I apply, I get drawed. So, this year, my number one is going to be Hillsborough County. Okay. All right. Are you going for a county tag? Me dang right. 
the good thing about a county tag is that way just about everything is open to my, you. My, mine is going to probably read, as as Bill says, my 10 choices, or what, I think it's 10 or 12 choices that they give you to fill out. Mm-hmm. Mine's going to read as follows. Uh, number one, Hillsborough. Number two, Polk. Number three, Hancock. Number four, Hancock. Number five, Hancock. Number six, Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess you can want to do that. Uh, also, uh, this time of year, uh, people applying for special opportunity fall hunts. Uh, one of those things that uh, a lot of people like to do, get in early, maybe get in there and uh, be able to get some does and things like that that you don't normally get a chance to do, all that kind of thing. Uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of it going on everywhere all over the state. And what you need to do, this is the easiest thing to do. Instead of me sitting here trying to read 13 pages of of all the places you can go myfwc.com exactly go or to my, download the app go to my yeah exactly and uh or you can go to uh go outdoorsflorida.com which is another one and you can look and see what's available or upcoming hunts and that kind of thing like that if you go to myfwc.com forward slash hunting uh you can click on all the stuff and look oh and, it's right there on the web page yeah you I can mean, download the app right from the web page yeah and uh that way you can uh apply online have your credit card ready do all that kind of stuff because some of them require you know you putting in a few bucks well like the alligator hunt uh you may that's a good point you make go on there and create an account one thing that they're doing like they do in new mexico and the other places is now you like for me i have an account so i can go on there click Type in my name and my social, and oh, here you go, Mr. Swindle, and I'm done. Yep, and uh, you know what? I will say this, that one of the benefits I think has come up with uh, not only uh, keeping a license, even if you don't hunt for a year or so, if you don't get to hunt, but even if you keep that license and you renew it about two or three years, all of a sudden you start getting all the surveys and things like that. And if you go and you register on my FWC for the newsletters and things like that, where you can keep yep. up to date on stuff, they also, you know, they know that you're, you're vested in what they're trying to uh, educate you on. And so you get sent all kinds of nice little surveys. Well, like me the other day, I mean, every week I get a red tide report. Yeah, I get the red tide <laughs> because we're part of. Well, it. did you get the new one? They just had a, a little deer survey thing that came out. We did that one, and then uh, not too long before that was the uh, uh, was uh, some of the fishing stuff they wanted to know about. And then, of course, like with the Goliath grouper and things like that, you can go and put in your two cents worth. Oh yeah, uh, which I wish more and more people would do. I don't care if it's a one sentence thing. Go, I don't like it. I want to be able to spearfish Goliath grouper. Yeah, you know th- that's all you have to do. That's all they want to hear about. So yeah, exactly. But uh, so I wanted to get the the uh, alligator stuff out of the way. So make sure you know. Again, it's all coming up here pretty soon. I think. Uh, Glenn, I don't know. Glenn might be mad at you because you're putting it out there. So now he's going to have competition. Well, the the first phase drawing is uh, you got to get in there May 18th at uh, 10 a.m. So that's when the random I mean, drawing begins. I mean, for Pete's sakes, all he's got to do is put Ginger's name on the application, and you can. <laughs> she's, He's in. You're guaranteed a Hillsborough County tag. Just about. I don't know. We'll see how it goes this year. And also, if you were driving along I-4, I actually had somebody text me before I saw it. I was on my way to G5, and uh, you know, there's that electronic billboard there, the G5 one, and then all of a sudden another thing pops up, and it said, Amoeba season. Oh, gosh. 
And the thing was is that somebody actually even texted me this a couple of days ago. Dude, I was driving down I-4. What the heck is amoeba season? So this is what we're going to lead off 9 o'clock hour with? I think we're going to have to. <laughs> it is, it's not amoeba hunting season. And then, you know what? It's a serious topic. And uh, believe it or not, uh, it's happened in this state quite a few times. And it's a weird thing. And I think back on all the times where I was you know, head first in the mud at the bottom of Lake Seminole or tarpon or, you know, some stock tank out in the middle of Polk County somewhere. And by the grace of God, I'm still here, you know, and didn't have, I I have my opinions on that, but I'll hold them until we get back. All right. Do we have to do? Okay. There's the music. (laughs) Take a break for the top of the hour. We are the big and wild outdoors. Braden and Jonathan knock. We're in the studio today. If you want to give us a call, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. We're brought to you by the good folks out of Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. Stay with us, you guys. 